Good afternoon, everyone. We continue with Pirkei Avot. And uh, last week we already spoke about Rabban Gamliel, the third Rabban Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel III, uh, the son of Rabbi Yehuda Hanossi. And he speaks about, he's, uh, he began the discussion talking about various aspects of communal um, responsibility, being a public servant. So what, is, what are the things that one should look out for? Uh, how should one conduct oneself in public life? And as you're going to see, he continues here, Mishnah Gimel, with um, further advice on this topic. What does he say? You know what's so wonderful about this particular piece of pithy advice is that it could have been written today. Not yesterday or three weeks ago, today, and it could be written tomorrow as well, and yet it was written 1,500 years ago. Rabbi Gamliel is telling us, Rabbi Gamliel is saying, be very, very careful when you come close to uh, the authorities and those who are in power, because ultimately the power play of people who are involved in controlling society, and if you're involved in public life, it can be very enthralling to be invited by someone who is a leader, who's got power, who uh, has the authority to do things. But never forget, says Rabbi Gamliel, you must be careful, zehirin barashus, you must be very, very careful with those who are in power. Why? Because the only reason why someone in power wants to have a relationship with anybody else is for their own benefit. Ultimately, it's self-serving. Even if people go into uh, positions of power because they want to do good for other people, nevertheless, their relationships are always going to be about what they can get out of the relationship to serve themselves. Even if they're going to tell themselves that serving themselves is for the benefit of the public, nevertheless, it's not a relationship that you have with a friend. You have dear old, loyal friends. Those are your friends. Those are relationships that will last and endure uh, through thick and thin. Makes no difference what you do. They're not friendly with you because you've got something to give them or something to offer them. They've been friendly with you from school days or from college days, yeshiva days, seminary days, whatever it is, whatever um, early life experiences you went through together with them, that is the glue that binds that relationship. But as you go through life, And in particular, when you're working in a public life, when you're a public servant, when you're doing community work and you have relationships with those in power, you imagine, oh, I forged a really good relationship with that person. He's really my friend. I'm so close to them. They're not that close to you because the moment you no longer serve a purpose, that relationship is over. Nirin ka'oyavin bishas hano'osan says Rabbi Gamliel. It appears as if they are your very dear and loyal friends when it serves their benefit. Bishas hano'osan vein oimdim loyla odom bishas dochokoi. But when that so-called friend, you need that person in a time of great difficulty you may discover that they're not so interested in the friendship after all. That's the way it is. That's the reality of such a friendship. And that's what's so dangerous. 
about ever imagining that the friendship that you have with people in positions of power have something which goes beyond, something which uh, travels beyond the transactional. It's a transactional relationship. So I just want to uh, stress that uh, it, one of the um, Rabbeinu Yonah, um, in his commentary on this Mishnah, says, all the more so we need to see our relationships with those in power as being God-given, and we should pray for those relationships. It, this Mishnah underscores the importance of understanding that any relationship that one has with people who are in positions of power that benefit, for example, the Jewish community or in modern times, the state of Israel, are relationships that are given to us as a gift from Hashem. Not because those people necessarily want to be our friends and therefore we not only have to make sure that we sustain and maintain those relationships and do everything that we can to enhance them and keep them going, but we must, in our prayers, we must pray to Hashem, we must daven to God to make sure that those relationships continue because they are His gift to us. And never have we seen it more than in recent years, particularly, and I have been on many occasions to APAC events in Washington, and they are overwhelming. They, they're almost enthralling in their magnitude and in their power. You see senators and people in the administration and congressmen who are coming to celebrate the U.S.-Israel relationship, APAC, which ha has such a strong influence as to how those in power in Washington support the state of Israel and the Jewish community, particularly in the state of Israel. And they support the Israeli military. They support the IDF uh, by uh, ensuring that the IDF remains, uh, has a military edge, a qualitative military edge over its enemies. That is something that we must never take for granted. And despite the fact that a senator or congressman or a presidential candidate stands up at the podium and ate back and says, I am your friend, I'm a friend of Israel, I have a long history of being a friend of Israel and of the Jewish community and of the uh, state of Israel and doing everything that I can to maintain and sustain the US-Israel relationship. Don't ever imagine that we can take that for granted. We must daven for that relationship. We must include that relationship in our prayers so that we can make sure that the relationship will continue year after year as it has in the past but going into the future. We continue with the next Mishnah. And the next Mishnah in um, Empiric Base of uh, of Pirkei Ovis is as follows. We continue with Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel continues to say, So I'm going to give you the basic translation and we're going to understand it at first in a particular way and then I'm going to tell you that that way cannot possibly make any sense. Okay? So let's translate the words. Listen carefully. Make his will, Hashem's will, like your will. In other words, do Hashem's mitzvahs, that which Hashem wants you to do, make sure that you do them and do them properly as if you want to do them yourself. Why? Because, So that Hashem's will 
becomes your will. In other words, that which you want to happen in your life will become God's will. We are presented here with the exact opposite of the way we are meant to understand our relationship with God. It sounds like that what the mission is telling us is if we do Hashem's mitzvahs and we make that which Hashem wants us to do, the thing that we want to do, then all the things that we really have in our heart's desire that we want to do, Hashem will want to happen for us as well. In other words, it's entirely transactional. That if we do the mitzvahs of Hashem, if we do that which Hashem wants, then Hashem will make sure that he does everything that we want. Does that sound right? Does that sound like the type of advice Rabbi Gamliel would give in a Mishnah in Pirkei Ovis? Does that sound, remember what we call Pirkei Ovis, ethics of our fathers, does that sound ethical? That I scratch his back and he scratches mine? That I'm doing the things that Hashem wants, Hashem should do the things that I want? I don't think so. And I can't imagine that that's what the Mishnah actually means. So it doesn't mean that. What did I begin this little talk by saying? That Rabbi Gamliel is giving us advice in terms of our community service, in terms of public life. All the things that we do to help the community, the congregation, the Jewish people. Now let's read that and translate it again. Let's read the statement of Rabbi Gamliel. That which Hashem wants for the community, that should be the thing that you want to do for the community. Your heart's desire should be Hashem, Hashem's heart's desire for the community. In terms of making sure that the community's needs are served, we should be serving the needs that Hashem has of the community. The community needs a shul. The community needs a school. The community needs a mikveh. The community, the community needs social services. It needs charity. It needs all the things that it needs in order for a community to function well and properly. It needs gemilas chasodim, a gemach. It needs to help people out when they don't have money, to lend them money or to give them money. It needs to, a community needs to have all the functions so that every member of the community has what the community member needs. That's what Hashem wants. That is what we should want for the community. Isn't that an amazing translation? Now, now look what it says. So if that's what your desire is for the community, what Hashem wants, then Hashem will make sure that that which the community needs, the community will get. In other words, if your motives in your community work are pure and you aim as high as possible in making sure that the community's needs are met, then God will go the extra mile and make sure that all the things that you need for the community and that you're trying to do for the community actually work out. All the money that you need to build the projects and to create the circumstances to ease the lives of those within the community, that will happen. Rabbi Gamliel is giving a haftocha. He's giving a promise. He's making a pledge on God's behalf that if we make God's, um, God's desire for the community our desire, then that ultimate desire will be carried out by God for us. And he continues, And when it comes to doing the things that you do in Jewish life, make sure that you nullify your own personal motivations in favor of God's um, somewhat more objective uh, desires. That you shouldn't 
make yourself uh, front and forward in anything that you do in terms of Jewish life. Don't make it subjective. It's not about you. One of the hardest lessons to learn in life. It's not about you. And you are only a vehicle to carry out God's will. That's why we were put here. That's why we are in this world. We are only vehicles to carry out God's will. Make sure that you nullify your own ego in favor of what it is that God wants from you and wants from the world. And ultimately that will lead to great success. And then other people's subjective feelings towards you will be nullified in your favor. That means sometimes people try and undermine other people's good work. I know it's hard to believe. Do you find it hard to? I find it quite hard to believe. But there you go. I've gone through life. I've been doing this for quite some years. I've been involved in Jewish public life as a rabbi and as a community activist. And I've seen that people want to do sometimes the most terrible things to undermine a community. They are so destructive. So how do you save yourself from destructive elements within the community? It's a good question, right? It's an important question. This is what Rabbi Gamliel is telling us. Make sure that when you put yourself into a community position, when you're doing something for the good of the community, it's not about you. It's not about ego. Therefore, if people are attacking you or trying to undermine you, and they are uh, trying to undermine the good work that you wish to do for the community, they won't succeed. Why? Because people will realize that what you are doing is not for your own sake and not for your own benefit. It's for the benefit of the community. And therefore, those who are attacking you are attacking the community. And it's not a clash of personalities. It's not a battle between two people. It's a battle between somebody who has a big ego and wants to undermine someone else and the community at large. Because the benefit of the community should always take precedence over anybody else's subjective will. So we end here and we will continue next week after Rosh Hashanah. So let me take this opportunity of wishing you all a kasibot b'chasimotov. Have a wonderful, happy, healthy, sweet year. Mirz Hashem, we should meet again in the year that's ahead of us. Tovshin Pe'alaf the wonderful year that we're going to have, which is going to be full of nachas and joy and simcha and full of the study and the learning of Torah together here on YouTube or wherever it is that you are able to hear my shiurim on SoundCloud on my website. I look forward to being able to learn with you throughout the year, Tovshi and Pe'alaf and every year that follows. In the meantime, I wish you L'Shanah Tovah.